You are Locked On Wolverines, your daily podcast on the Michigan Wolverines, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Happy Friday in many respects. It's a little it's a little ambivalent to some degree. Locked On Wolverines podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it is your team every day. We did miss yesterday, but I am your man on the ground, Isaiah Hole, publisher of Wolverines Wire through USA Today Sports Media Group. We wanted to try to make, we're doubling up today, so you're going to get this episode and you're going to get the mailbag uh, today as well. Uh, the hope was that uh, the plan was, and it still might happen in segment three, it all depends on uh, if he says he's available, was that uh, Jake Butt was going to join the show today. We haven't been able to make it work. First, I was unavailable when we initially agreed to do it, and then he uh, was unavailable until right around the David Jaden Davis commitment, which we are going to touch on, and then uh, I have not heard from him since. So we are just going to move on because there's too much to talk about right now to delay this any further. So first, we're going to get to the Jaden Davis stuff, but if you, by the time that I say this, that you'll watch or listen to this, you'll be well aware, but it's kind of came as a shock to me that Hunter Dickinson entered the transfer portal. So that's where it's the the balance, right? The really great football news mixed with really bad basketball news. It seems like that's been the last year, really. It's kind of crazy. But let's touch on Jaden Davis first. Then we'll touch on Hunter Dickinson, and then we'll kind of get to some overarching thoughts, or we'll have Jake Butt on. Depends on which, uh, what happens uh, here in the next uh, 25 minutes or so. So uh, let's get into the Jaden Davis. I mean, that's about as big as you can get. I mean, it, it's it's not number one guy, guy overall. Um, it certainly could be Dylan Rayola, and, and it would really break the internet. But it's having a five star commit at this time of year and do it on national TV is huge, right? Because there's certainly, it's, it's something that's going to catch if it hasn't already caught the attention of uh, the college football world of recruits around the country. I mean, that type of visibility. And then he goes on after he commits to Michigan says, I want to be an active participant in building the number one class in the country. Well, right now, Michigan's got 10 commitments, and they're ranked number three according to the 24-7 sports team rankings. Jump Notre Dame. So, really building that class. It's really coming together. They've got one five-star so far. Certainly, I would imagine this is the type of move that's going to capture the attention of guys like Ryan Wingo or Mylon Graham. Can you pry away Mylon Graham from Ohio State, who currently has his uh, uh, crystal ball at the moment? It's possible. Ohio State doesn't have a quarterback at the moment. They have a lot of receivers, but they lost out on Dylan Riola. They had really hoped that they could find a way to get uh, Jaden Davis in. I went on to Bucknuts just for uh, educational purposes. And it was a very short thread, but I mean, it was like, you know, they were like, oh, he would have been ours if we didn't put all of our eggs in the Dylan Riola basket. Granted, Riola was committed to them, so that makes sense that they would do that, you know? They were able to get, get him early. But the the timing of this is great for Michigan. Uh, he's he's actually committed earlier in the year. Well, it's he's a little bit away though, so it doesn't really it's not really quite the same because it's twenty twenty three. But so it, it not quite as early as JJ McCarthy because JJ McCarthy committed in May of twenty nineteen as a twenty twenty one guy. So I I 
I had that wrong for a second. But uh, still, it's early enough to be able to go out and say to those receivers, to say to Dylan Stewart, to say to uh, to Justin Scott and all of those five stars that are out there, like, hey, come build this. I wrote like a, a thing on like what this means. It also should help, especially if he's teaming with Jordan Marshall, they can tag team guys like, uh, uh, you know, Aaron Childs, who's out of good counsel, uh, but just if not more importantly, Aaron Gates and uh, the other cornerback whose name suddenly escapes me out of Ohio. Get those Ohio kids because you could really put your foot, as I've said in an earlier episode, you could really put your fo- foot on Ohio State's throat right now. You could make things really, really difficult for the Buckeyes, and you could completely change the dynamic. Because right now in recruiting, uh, Michigan's heating up, of course. I don't know if I expect Michigan to be a top five class. I don't know if I expect Michigan to be ranked ahead of Ohio State by the end of the year. We'll see. But this is the point where you can start to really change things, right? Like, because the narrative the last couple of years has been, uh, it, it, it's been to, you know, Michigan's not been ahead of Penn State, hasn't been ahead of Ohio State. They've gotten the on-field wins each of the last two years, but still the narrative has been, you know, I mean, heck, I got in the big thing with Ari Wasserman last offseason because he said Penn State is more poised to win a national championship than any other Big Ten team, completely ignoring Michigan. So, you're Michigan, you have a chance. And it was a different scenario going on Twitter and seeing all of these guys that I'm used to seeing hating on Michigan being like, wow, insanely good get. So, it, it's really, really turning out. So we'll see what what happens from here as far as the recruiting part. As far as having him, Jaden Davis, hopefully he gets to sit a year. Whether it's um, Tom Luganville weirdly said, you know, Jack Tuttle coming in on. He's got another, you know, another year. I don't believe he does. Maybe he does. I mean, maybe he could be a seventh year. But uh, or you got Davis Warren. But I still am firmly in the idea that J.J. McCarthy Barring a Heisman Trophy season, obvious top pick or top five pick, I still believe that there's a strong case to be made that he comes back another year. He strikes me as that type of guy, which would give you that more more leeway. But the good news is, is now JJ moves on. No, you don't want to entrust your, uh, you don't really want to entrust your quarterback room to a true freshman. But if you're going to do it with a five star, right? Do it with a guy that has those tools, has that capability. Uh, there's different opinions as to who, uh, who thinks that he looks like a, you know, who. Uh, Tom Luganbill says that uh, he thinks that he looks like uh, uh, Dorian Thompson-Robinson. Wasn't exactly like an overall game changer, but w- was beyond solid and kind of willed UCLA into some pretty good positions. And he started as his, as a freshman. Same thing with uh, Charles Power from on three, who said that he is like Shea Patterson. Um, let's see if I have this up anymore. I don't, I, I can have it up in two seconds here. Um, I can't remember who, I think it was Andrew Ivins had, uh, had a comp as well. Um, I don't 
well, let, let's see here. I can, I can go right to the source here. If the, well, the internet's not going to work here for whatever reason. Nonetheless, there, there's a lot of different uh, com, uh, comps out there. Okay, here we go. They didn't give him a comp on 24-7 sports. So, all right, that's that. But this is the type of thing you want to happen right now. You can build the class. You can you can become a cornerstone. And then on top of that, he comes in right when Michigan needs him. Michigan doesn't necessarily need to do what Ohio State had done in bringing in a five-star quarterback every year because, as you've seen, that there's going to be guys that just are going to leave. And whether they pan out or not is a different story. But, you know, Tate Martell didn't. We'll see about Quinn Ewers. But uh, it, when you, it's, it's a luxury to have guys sitting on the bench, but that's not – at a place like Michigan, that's probably not going to work out as well, especially with a quarterback, as, you know, maybe like a – even like a Miami, right, where you've got the weather, you've got all that kind of stuff going for you as well. So anyway, we're going to talk about Hunter Dickinson's surprising decision here in just a moment. Before we do that, the tournament is heating up and there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel, America's number one sports book. That's because right now FanDuel is giving new customers a no sweat first bet up to a hundred. Oh, sorry, up to one thousand dollars. Wow. I almost really uh, helped. Uh, didn't help them out there. That's up to one thousand dollars back in bonus bets. If your first bet does a win, just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on and sign up today to claim your no sweat first bet. Then you can wager on everything from the money line to point spreads to which team will be cutting down the net. All on an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. So don't miss your shot at a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 when you join FanDuel today. Just go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to sign up. Make every moment more with FanDuel. Michigan giveth and Michigan taketh away. That's the case right now. And if you were looking forward to the 2023-24 basketball season saying... Well, at least there's Hunter Dickinson. At least, you know, he you can center the team around him. No more unless some, you know, unless Jawan Howard and company convince him to come back. It's it's actually kind of weird. We didn't get a chance to even touch on the fact that they got in a transfer via Namari Burnett yesterday, which is a, you know, if if at first you don't succeed, try, try, try again. And you, if, if you don't get him as a recruit, maybe you get him as a transfer down the road, which is what happened. He's on his third school. Uh, but he, he was a guy that everyone had their eyes set on and didn't come to Michigan. And it started to finally kind of look like, all right, you can get everything together. You got Hunter Dickinson probably coming back. You've got, uh, you, you know, Jalen Llewellyn probably coming back. Now you got Namari Burnett you can plug in there. Sounds like uh, 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 Terrence Williams is probably coming back. You know, and I know people probably have mixed opinions about that. Uh, and then you still got a lot of young guys, right? You still have, you know, between the freshmen, George Washington and, and Papa Conte, uh, we still haven't seen a lot of some of these other guys. And, and this is not even mentioning like Doug McDaniels, you know, really kind of coming into his own later in the season. And, uh, and some, you know, some others that they're like, they're applying for Joey Baker for another year. Uh, so it, it's, and Joey Baker and, and Jalen Llewellyn are actually appearing at the pep rally before the spring game tomorrow, so which makes me think like, okay, they're 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 both uh, doing as much as they can to make sure they they get another year. So it really started to feel like it was coming together, but now guess what, Terrace Reed, your your spotlight just blew up, man, because now you're going to be counted on, 
and we're going to see what this thing looks like because the majority of the Juwan Howard era has had Hunter Dickinson at his disposal. Remember, it was year two of Juwan Howard that Hunter Dickinson uh, burst onto the scene because 2019 to 2020, well, that was the John Teske, Xavier Simpson of it all. And, uh, and then after that, it became the Hunter Dickinson show. And actually, I need to uh, retweet the, uh, the Trent story. I had him since I was doing the podcast, had him write that up. So it's wild. It's not what I expected. I, I, I saw some reports that, that that was a possibility, but it, I don't think it was transfer report. I was thinking NBA. And even though the question is, would he be drafted? Even though after his freshman year, it seemed like an obvious, like, yes, yes, but probably second round. It's just a bizarre thing. And, and like, what, what, what is another team going to do for you? Michigan wasn't very good this last year, of course. It underachieved through the regular season last year, but still did its thing and went to the Sweet 16. Still, you know, and, you know, it was right there. It just felt like this was a young team this year. Some guys like Jet Howard off to the NBA draft. Kobe Bufkin is probably off the NBA draft. Some of the young guys started shining late, but it wasn't enough. So I, I again, I'm not on the, I'm not on the anti Jawan Howard train. I am absolutely not. I think you give him another year or two before you start to say, all right, what's the deal here? And even if next year goes bad, I wouldn't say that that's the point when you pull the trigger. I think it would be after a third year. But it's just bizarre. I don't understand it. I don't understand the thinking behind it. It felt like he was really, truly a Michigan guy, Hunter Dickinson. And I'm curious to see where he ends up. And it makes me wonder, and I know in the mailbag we're going to address some tampering stuff. It makes me wonder if there was any tampering because Amarian Walker had said, uh, I don't remember on what platform, uh, I think it was talking with Sam Webb, that you know LSU and some other schools came calling. Makes me wonder if that's the case here. It, uh, clearly, it's the Wild West out there. It's just bizarre. So that is what it is. But it's it's shocking, maybe devastating. Especially because, you know, he was a villain in college basketball, but he was the Michigan villain. So people could kind of center around him. It reminded me a lot of, of the bad boys with going to work pistons where it's like, yeah, everyone hates him. Everyone hated Bill Lambeer, but man, do Pistons fans love him. I still love him. It was kind of that, even though he wasn't nearly as uh, rowdy as Bill Lambeer. But certainly, you know, he had that reputation of being a guy that no one liked. So where does Michigan basketball go from here? I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see. You've got some pieces. Didn't even mention, um, and I forget his name literally every time. I, I've I've sat in front of him and forgot his name. Greg Glenn, there we go. Figured it out. You know, he, he's another guy who could who could step in. I I just don't know where where you go from here. Do you go to the transfer portal? You're not going to necessarily get a, a Hunter Dickinson type guy. That said, I don't think he developed a ton beyond somewhere mid last year freshman year and parts of last year it felt like he took over games this year while it was expected it just seemed like sometimes when they really needed him to take over a game it just kind of yeah he'd still get 20 
get, still get 20 and 8, but just didn't feel like he was quite the dominant force he was. So it still feels like he's maybe figuring some things out. Maybe that's why. I don't know. We're going to have to find out what the reasoning is behind him doing it. It's, it was just a shocking thing to discover. All right, we are going to continue on here in a moment, and then we are going to get to uh, just my overarching thoughts, I guess. I feel like I've given you a lot. Uh, the Built March Madness bracket is here. We know you have a favorite bar or puff, and now's your time to make it count. Go to BuiltMarchMadness.com to vote for your favorites. You know I'll be voting for the Coconut Brownie Chunk Bar. Uh, I also love just, there's so many puffs that I like, too. And uh, if you want, uh, I don't know who you want to win, but if you you have a Final Four rooting interest to win, then you'll be voting for that bar, too. Support your team. Support your bar or puff. And when you vote for your favorite bar or puff, you will be entered into a drawing where 50 lucky Lockdown listeners will get a free box of Built. Not only that, but one Lockdown fan will win a 12-month subscription to Built to have Built's best bars or puffs delivered monthly straight to, their, to your door. You got to try Built. Built, the best protein bar ever. Seriously, they're so amazing, you won't think they're good for you. What makes Built bars and puffs so good? Well, for starters, they're all high in protein, low in sugar, and covered in 100% real chocolate. That's right, real chocolate. Uh, so run to BuiltMarchMadness.com right now to vote for your favorite bar or puff and pick up a box while you're there. You can vote every day in March, so hop in and support your pick. All right, we got the Michigan spring game going on tomorrow. Uh, and uh, I'm sure there's some questions for the mailbag that are due with the spring game, so I'll try not to get that out around midnight. Again, sorry, yesterday I didn't get home until super late. I uh, just wasn't home all day. So by the time I got home, I'm like, it's if I do a mail, you know, do a mailbag right now, it's going to be the worst mailbag of all time. So let's just not. It would be like it would be up around 1 a.m. Like, let's just not. But uh, very excited about that. Not excited about the weather. It, it kind of it, it's not quite the same where it reminds me of. 2019 spring game where I, I was more excited about Game of Thrones premiere the next day. It's I kind of have the same thing where I'm excited to move <laughs> next week. That's not till Wednesday though. Anyhow, um, I can't understate how both huge the Jaden Davis recruitment win is and how devastating the Hunter Dickinson departure is. Um, Will one completely solve the problems of the of of the program? Like, will Michigan football take another step forward? Maybe. I don't know if they'll take another step forward, but you can at least say it'll be potentially consistent. But I I don't know, right? Like, because we're talking maybe next year. I don't know if a freshman comes in to what that team might look like. It might be a team that's gutted with a lot of potential. I don't know that they suddenly go back to the college football playoff. If J.J. McCarthy returns, all bets are off because it gives Jaden Davis the opportunity to do what J.J. McCarthy did in 2021. You know, maybe come in for some gadget plays. And I know you're looking at a guy that is kind of relatively similar in some ways, not the same quarterback by any means, but has the scrambling ability but isn't a dual threat. JJ's more of a runner, I would say, than Jaden Davis is. But Jaden can scramble. He's got a strong arm. I wouldn't say it's as strong as JJ's, but we'll find out. And 
if he can have a year to sit behind, learn the playbook, and do all of that, and JJ can lead the show with some new faces, because we're talking about pretty much the bulk of the offensive line probably moving on. I think a lot of them have to. We're talking about at least Blake Corum moving on. Donovan Edwards wants to. Sorry, the picture's gone. Apparently, I'd use the one full card I have. Um, you're talking about uh, Cornelius Johnson being gone. Maybe Roman Wilson. Probably A.J. Henning. But you've got a lot of guys on that offense that, you know, that second line, if it's next man up, and I mean, we've seen a lot of these guys get a lot of good time, they could really, really step up to the plate. And then, you know, if Donovan comes back, that really helps out a, a potential Jaden Davis-led or J.J. McCarthy-led offense. Colston Loveland will be back. He's a big target. And then you've got the guys we've been, we're waiting to see. Darius Clemens, Tyler Morris, Car- Carmelo English I'm excited about. And if he's able to go out and, and get some five-star wideouts to come with him, really, truly all bets are off. All right, since we've got no picture, uh, we're going to go ahead and call it. But we will be back with the second podcast uh, later this evening. We'll, we're, I'm going to aim for more around the 6 o'clock hour for the for the mailbag to be up on audio 7-ish on video so thank you for watching thank you for listening we'll be back soon peace